of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. The warmest of welcomes to St. Bride's Church in Canvas Lang for the celebration of morning mass, which of course is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of Cathy Murphy. Welcome to her husband, uh, Jim, uh, to their son and daughter, David and Anne, daughter-in-law, Angela, grandsons, Darren and Jack, and granddaughter, Ellie Rose, Brothers and sister Tommy, Mary, and Michael and Jerry. Welcome to all relatives who are here, and welcome also to all family friends. And welcome also to work colleagues of Cathy who have joined us, those who worked with her in ASDA, those who were members of the same GMB union as her, those who were members of the trades union alongside her, and the labour movement as well. As you see today, this church is full to capacity, and it gives an idea. Uh, for the many people whose lives Cathy touched. She was a person uh, who did an exceptional amount of good in her life. She was greatly liked by all, and her life's work was exceptionally effective. We bring Cathy here for prayers at the end of her life, but we've also come to celebrate her life too, a good, kind, loving life, a life that was exceptionally dear and precious to those who knew her. There is sadness here today, but we remember Cathy's life and we recognise the many blessings that have been showered on all of us through her life. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind her sins. I confess to Almighty God and you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. 
Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and in whom your saints rejoice full of happiness, grant our supplication that your servant Catherine, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the first letter of St. John. My dear people, let us love one another since love comes from God. And everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Anyone who fails to love can never have known God because God is love. God's love for us was revealed when God sent into the world his only son so that we could have life through him. This is the love I mean. Not our love for God, but God's love for us when he sent his son to be the sacrifice that takes our sins away. My dear people, since God has loved us so much, we too should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but as long as we love one another, God will live in us and his love will complete in us. The word of the Lord. shelter of the Lord who abide in his shadow for life say to the Lord my refuge my rock in whom I trust and he will raise you up on eagles wings Hand. For 
reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Corinthians. Be ambitious for the higher gifts, and I am going to show you a way that is better than any of them. If I have the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without love, I am simply a gong booming or cymbal clashing. If I have the gift of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are, and knowing everything, and I have the faith in all its fullness to move mountains, but without love, then I am nothing at all. If I give away all that I possess, piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it, but I am without love, it will do me no good whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It is never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It is never rude or selfish. It does not take offence, and it is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth. It is always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. There was a lawyer who to disconcert Jesus stood up and said to him, Master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? What do you read there? And he replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbour as yourself. You've answered right, said Jesus, so do this, and life is yours. But the man was anxious to justify himself and said to Jesus, and who is my neighbour? And Jesus replied, a man was once on his way down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of brigands. They took all he had, beat him and made off, leaving him half dead. Now, a priest happened to be travelling down the same road, but when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. In the same way, a Levite who came to the place saw him and passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan traveller who came upon him was moved with compassion when he saw him. 
He went up, bandaged his wounds, pouring oil and wine on them. He then lifted him on his own mount, carried him to the inn and looked after him. The next day he took out two denarii and handed them to the innkeeper. Look out for him, he said, and on my way back I will make good any extra expense you have. So which of these three do you think proved himself to be a neighbour to the one who fell into Brigham's hands? The one who took pity on him, he replied. And Jesus said to him, go and do the same yourself. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. There are some people in life who are standout kind of people. Cathy Murphy was one of these people. Her life as a union official has meant a lot to people that she served and that she represented. She fought battles to improve people's working wages, their work situation and to safeguard their rights. She defended workers from aggressive and overreaching employers and she fought for people in situations of inequality. She has been, for many people, their advocate and a person who changed and turned round their situations. She made it her life work to do good and to help, especially people who had fallen on hard times. You can't help thinking that there is something admirable about all of this. Many people, since hearing of her death, have taken the opportunity to say how wonderful a person she has been. Not only did she do her job very effectively, but it was also the manner in which she did it, with kindness, respect, and also with great compassion. No one was belittled, everyone was respected, and everyone given their dignity. The worker had their champion in her, and she has been a great friend to many, and many people wish to be here, but also many people who are not here, wish to send the family their condolences, their sincere sympathy. Over a number of years, she had her own personal battles with illness, and she was, of course, incredibly brave. There was a great desire in her to continue to live on, and the family and everyone who has known her are so proud of her bravery over these years, for she fought the illness to the end. It's easy, isn't it, to think of someone who becomes ill and that they are beaten and maybe overcome by it. But in many ways, Cathy was different, for if the illness brought fear, she overcame the fear. If illness took away a future, she regained the future with plans and things that she would do. And if it often brings no hope, she was full of hope. In many ways, she beat the illness in the battle. The readings that we've listened to today at Mass, I suggest you give us some things to think about today. The letter to the Corinthians speaks about love. In life, we have ample opportunities to show love and to conduct our own lives and the way we live in love. That kind of love, of course, has many forms, doesn't it? Charity, kindness, support, thoughtfulness, solidarity, forgiveness. These are just some of the things. And Cathy herself was certainly a person that had an ability to show great love to others. But it's the gospel passage that I particularly want to speak to you about today. For in that gospel, we have listened to the story of the Good Samaritan. In this parable, Jesus answers the question put to him, who is my neighbor? And he tells a story. An unnamed stranger is on his travels 
and he is beset by brigands on the road who steal his possessions and leave him half dead. Those who might have been expected to come to his aid just pass by, but the one least expected, a foreigner, a Samaritan, an outsider, stops and looks after him, bandages his wounds, lifts him on his mount, takes him to the inn, looks after him, and then gets the innkeeper to look after him in the meantime, and when he returns, in the course of things, he will pay him any extra expense. Jesus then says to the person who proved himself to be a neighbour, and there's no other answer but the one who helped him, the one who came to the brother and the sister in need, the one who doesn't pass on the other side, the one who bandaged the wounds, the one who spent time looking after the person who'd fallen in hard times. And Jesus' final conclusion in the story is, do the same yourself. I'd like to cast Kathy's work in this light, for she tried in her own life to be a good Samaritan to others, not to pass by on the other side, not to pretend she didn't see. She never thought that the problem of the fallen was somebody else's problem. She's the person who stopped, bandaged the wounds, and looked after the person that needed looking after. Her work put her in that position as the person who stops, who cares, and who's not tempted to look the other way, but the person who comes to the aid and the assistance of the disadvantaged and those who are cast aside. Some people turn out to be heroes in life, don't they? There are good folk who help, good folk who change unjust situations, who help to throw off the chains. And Cathy certainly was one of those people. Just a few short words about her life today. She was born on the 14th of February, 1947. She was the second child of her parents, Michael and Annie Boner. There were 12 children in the family. She was born in her grandmother's house in Uddingston. She left school at 15 to look after her siblings when her mother fell ill. Her first job was at Templeton's Carpet Factory, a place where many young people worked in those days. She met her future husband, Jim, in the Barrowlands, dancing, and of course, after that, started going out. They married in 1968. Was that not the summer of love? <laughs> David and Anne were their sons and son and daughter. She worked in the ASDA course, as you'll know, from 1976 to the present day, and was a very effective union official. Married life was at the Butte Tower, also at Whitlowburn Terrace, and of course in Lyle at Wind. Both Jim and herself also had a daughter-in-law, Angela, two grandsons, Darren and Jack, and granddaughter, Ellie Rose, and great-grandchild, Miller. She was very blessed in her life with a nice nature. She always got on well with people, had a marvellous sense of humour, and laughed heartily, and could always see the funny side in life. Was always conscientious in her work, and very, very dedicated to what she was doing. She was passionate for justice and fair play, and dedicated to her life in this task in the labour movement. She has had a wonderful marriage to Jim, and was a great mum to her children, excellent grandmother to the grandchildren and to her great-grandchild. She was a wonderful sibling to her brothers and sisters who held her in the greatest esteem and a very loving person to nephews and nieces and to all the family. At the end of the Mass, Gary, uh, General Secretary of the GMB Union, will speak in appreciation of her life. In the final days of her life, I was able to go to the hospital to give Cathy the last sacraments. It was clear to me in that moment that her life would be measured in days rather than weeks and months. I'm aware, very aware that she was very pleased this funeral would take place here in this church and that it would be accompanied by the Mass and prayer. 
I'm very happy that it's able to take place at this time and in which many people can be present here with us in the church as well. Today might be filled with sadness and loss, but today is filled with joy, peace and contentment. Such a good life, such an important life to so many. Such a life that was filled with so many achievements and so many successes, so much love and care. We part from Cathy today, but those that you have known her, those of you that have loved her, will have great pride in her today, for you have loved and shared in a life which was very special. May the good Lord grant her peace, may he reward her for kindnesses, and may she be reunited with those that she loved in heaven. God bless you today, Cathy, and always. Do not be afraid, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you walk through the waters, I'll be with you. You will never sink beneath the waves. Do not be afraid, for I have redeemed you, I have called you by your name, you are mine. When the fire is burning all around you, you will never be consumed by the flames, do not be afraid, for I have redeemed you, I have called you by your name, you are mine, you are mine, oh my child, I am your father, and I love you with a perfect love, do not be afraid, for I have redeemed you, I have called you by your name, you are mine. May I invite you please to stand. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the offering of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant, finding through your mercy the pardon she sought for her sins, may exult forever with your saints and praise your glory for all eternity. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For even though by our own faults we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Please be seated. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them, what did you fall? so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also your servant, Catherine, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united in your, with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages. We may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him. O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. I invite you please to stand. I invite you once again to say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may always be wait for the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who will live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. forward for a Holy Communion today, uh, just uh, obviously it'll be a procession down to the front here, but if you could maybe just leave a gap between yourself and the other person, obviously in terms of the restrictions, just to uh, kind of be sensitive to those spaces between ourselves. Uh, just to say if you don't want to come to Communion but maybe would like to receive a blessing uh, instead, then again just to join that procession, just to put your hand on your breast uh, and I'll give you, our, uh, Father Mans will give you a blessing instead. Uh, if you don't want to receive a blessing or Holy Communion today, then just ask you just to remain seated where you are.
far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I Despised by the world Has a wondrous attraction for me For the dear love of God Left his glory above To bear it to dark Calvary So I'll cheer And last I laid I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. In the old rugged cross, stained with blood. Trees, vem trees to eat. 
As we receive these heavenly gifts, we give you thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray for the soul of your servant. Free through your son's passion from the bonds of sin, may she come happily into your presence. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Please be seated. very pleased to invite uh, Gary uh, to give us a uh, talk today and to address us today. Uh, thank him for his presence here with us. Cathy, um, not my socialist tie on to say by today. Charlotte was up all night picking a pair of shoes. She knows how important shoes were to you. Looks like a broken ankle to me later. But it wouldn't be your funeral without some sort of to-do, Cathy, would it? I want to thank Jim, David, Anne and Angela for affording me this honour of speaking about Cathy. Cathy was precious to her family to our friends and our extended family in the trade union, many of whom have travelled up and down south today. And to Darren, Jack, Ellie, Rose and the wee one Miller who lit up her life, I know how much pride your granny had in you and how much love she had for you too. I was really pleased to have the opportunity, along with Brenda, June, other friends, and a beloved family to have a chance to visit her in hospital and to say goodbye. And on the day Cathy passed away, she stayed long enough for Jim to get to the hospital where he held her hand and sang to her as she slipped away. A life well lived full of love and laughter and a peaceful end in the hands of a loving husband. When we went to see her, Anne was given her orange juice, which is absolutely true, on the wee sponge. And she just, she bit down and it souped it all up. And I, she laughed when I said to her, I bet you wish there was a body in that. <laughs> Everyone whose uh, life was touched with Cathy knows that she was always shy, retiring, and last to the party. <laughs> but occasionally, just occasionally, Cathy would come out of shell. Like when she confronted Tom Selleck, the actor, Big Tam, in Hawaii. Suggested on his next holiday to Canvas Lang that he dropped in to see her in Asda. And we know that Cathy loved her holidays in Tenerife with Jim. 
or, and this is a cracker, taking the Greyhound bus from Vancouver to Tijuana in Mexico. I was just the visions of her sitting in hot tubs and motels all the way down the west coast of America drinking pink champagne. It's Cathy all over. And uh, another job that she had was in a part-time job in the Premier in Entertainment Emporium in the west coast of Scotland, the Bel Air pub. Cathy <laughs> used to put on social nights for the ASDA workers, including mock weddings and mock funerals. Whether leading a group of local women in Hawaii singing I Belong to Glasgow or the late night bashes at the conferences that we attended together, Cathy was not just the life and soul of the party, but she truly lit up a room or event and touched everyone she met. Driving Cathy to conferences was something. I've got a nice car, you know, I get well looked after by the union, but I need a bloody trailer on the back of it to get her clays down at the conference. And then we would get there and our, party, our partner in partying, Brenda, she'd turn up with suitcases full of booze to make sure that the conference went off well. She did do 45 years service in ASDA and she gave the most of her working life in ASDA to our members. More than a century ago, a songwriter talked about sharing life's glories, bread and roses for all. Cast life's achievements, put these firmly into practice. Warm, principled, passionate, and compassionate. She summed up all that is best about our union. Ordinary people who, from the grassroots, stand for decency, dignity, and equality. Supporting those in need. Standing up for the oppressed and the put upon. Organising, campaigning, and standing for a better and fairer world. Where ordinary working people are afforded their true worth. A lifelong activist, she sat for more than three decades as a prominent member of the union, Union's Executive Council. She was respected and loved the length and breadth of these islands. And for her service, Cathy was given prestigious awards in the Labour and Trade Union movement. After Cathy was given the Eleanor Marks Award by our union, she was presented with a brooch, a brooch actually designed by my partner Charlotte. And Cathy said that when she was going to a difficult meeting with the employer, she would put that brooch on and it was like a shield that gave her strength. And she was strong. She was strong, that wee woman. Never afraid to speak truth to those in positions of power. She recognised, regardless of cost or consequence, what was right was right. And Cathy truly knew people in power. Councillors, MPs, MSPs, ministers, and even prime ministers. And everyone who met her respected her and all that she stood for. And you know, we've, we've, we've had some difficult times in our union. She always stood for what was right. Cathy always walked towards the light. She played a leading role on the National Committee for ASDA Workers, fighting every step of the way for better paying conditions for women in the workplace. She was part of a team that kept our union alive against what was a very hostile and anti-union employer. And even, not, even when she was not in the best of health, she insisted on leading a march, in ASDA, a march to ASDA Leeds to protest about cuts to pay and conditions. Tens of thousands of ASDA workers have equal pay claims registered at the moment. Low-paid women fighting for equal pay. And without Cathy and her comrades, that battle would not be happening. And Cathy was such a fighter. We almost lost her in 2011. But even after that, and a subsequent long-running battle with cancer and about COVID, that wee woman kept going. The weekend before she was taken into hospital for the final time, Cathy was in Fraserburgh, organising for the union, fighting, campaigning, and standing up for workers to the bitter end. Hers was the best sort of life, one that was lived courageously in the fight for the rights of others. But it was also one that was blessed with a loving family and with many friends 
and hallmarked by humour and joy. So she delivered on the bread and butter issues, but also remembered that our own humanity also demands the roses to dignify and define the quality of our lives and those about us. Her passing leaves us all gathered here today so much the poorer, and her and my union is so much poorer too. No words can ease that loss, but we might come to think that no one ever really dies if their memory is cherished, built upon by those that knew, loved and followed them. By this standard, Kath Murphy will be with us in both head and heart. Age cannot wither her, nor custom steal her infinite variety. The better world that Cathy stood and believed in is coming yet, and her glory is enough. Thank you. Saints of God, come to her aid. Come to meet her, angels of the Lord. Receive her soul and present her to God the Most High. May Christ who called you take you to himself. May angels lead you to Abraham's side. Receive her soul and present her to God the Most High. Give her eternal rest, O Lord, and may your light shine on her forever. darkest night and brightest day Be at my side O Lord Hold my hand and guide me on my way Sometimes a road seems long my energy is spent Then Lord I think of you and I am given darkest night and brightest day. Be at my side, O Lord. Hold my hand and guide me on my way. 
often bar my path and there are times I fall But you are always there to help me when I call Walk with me, oh my Lord Through the darkest night and brightest day Be at my side, oh Lord Hold my hand and guide me on my way Just as you calmed the wind and walked upon the sea Conquer my living Lord, the storms that threaten me Walk with me, O oh my Lord Through the darkest night and brightest day Be at my side shall not fear the steepest mountainside. Walk with me, O oh my Lord, through the darkest night and brightest day. Be at my side, O oh Lord. Hold my hand and guide me to the blind help me when I'm downcast to hold my head up high walk with me oh my lord through the darkest night and brightest day be at my side oh lord hold my Guide me on my way.